What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tips in 10, where we give you the top tips in the least amount of time. This series was built to help you stay in the know without taking a chunk out of your schedule. So let's welcome today's guest, Lisa Levy. As the CEO of L-Cube, Lisa helps companies align people, processes, and technology to utilize agility as a strategic advantage and acknowledge change as a business constant. Her secret sauce to success is leveraging key elements of project management, process performance management, and organizational change management to build teams with the skills and capabilities to drive strategic results. Lisa is a 3X number one best-selling author, Future Proofing Cubed, a book she created to share her insights on productivity, profitability, and process refinement in business. Lisa, are you ready to have a little bit of fun today? Absolutely, Mike. Let's rock. I love it. I love it. So why do you champion leaders to being disruptive? I think it is absolutely imperative that as leaders, we choose to be disruptive. And what I mean by that is that we are actively challenging the status quo to make a positive impact. No, that's so good. And I love the, the, the term just disruptive. I mean, what, what, is, what is it about disruptive that is so important in business? It's important because it shakes things up, right? It, it gets us out of our comfort. It lets us get into being and embracing uncertainty. It lets us just mix it up a little bit, but it's really important that we, we stay in the space of making that positive impact, right? Some people hear disruptive and they go, oh my God, that's the you know, third grader at the back of the room who's throwing spit wads at the window. And that's <laughs> not the kind of energy I'm talking about, right? I'm really talking about why do you know, asking the question, why, why are we doing what we do? Why does it matter to our customers? You know, wh why? And if yeah. we can understand the why behind what we do, right, we, we've got it. And obviously, you know, Simon Sinek is the one who champions the why and I'm just parroting it, but it's a business tool. That's a very powerful question to use. Yeah, no, that is so good. That is so good. And thank you for defining that too, in your terms too, as well. How do you future proof your business? So one, I wrote a book about it and you can read in detail all of it, but it's really about understanding what we do in our business from and through the lens of our customers. So if we become and we put our customers at the center of our universe and we understand how every step of our process enables value to them, we're running an effective and efficient business. And we peel things back and you know, we have tasks and things that sound really cool to us. It's important that we keep them at the focus. And as long as those customers are at the center, we're good to go. Right, right. No, that that's good. And I think a lot of companies, uh, you know, unfortunately, they focus on what they think the customer wants instead of really recognizing or understanding what the, the actual customer wants. So it sounds like that there is extremely important in helping really defining and being intentional on, you know, your business. It is right. Everything is about the value that they derive. And we don't know what that is unless we ask them. 
Yep. Yep. Exactly. Which is always, that's even another challenge, right? Is do we really want to ask the customer because we're actually being vulnerable instead of feeling like, Hey, we know everything that they want it, you know, but that's not the case. So my next question for you is what is the best first step a company can take to ensure it is future proof? So the best first step we can take is to understand the power of innovation for our business right? It's, it's not one step, you know, it's, it's three, but we need to be able to ideate. We need to come up with things that will drive value for our customers. And we need a constant flow of them and we need them to be big and egregious and just obnoxious because that's when we find the ones that are really cool and really work. So we need all of those ideas and then we need to take them and we need to prototype them. We need to test them with a team of people that we trust, our trusted advisors, our trusted customers, and play with them. And I'm not talking about investing R&D money at this point. This is time and conversation. And as they start to take shape and, they, and you start to see that there really is value, that's when we go to market and test them. And we learn what works and we learn what doesn't work. And we continue to do the things that work really well. And we throw the other stuff away as fast as possible. Yeah, it's that testing and measuring, right? I mean, that's one thing that we have to do. And I know that my wife, she's just recently kicking off an interior design company. And I'm like, honey, she's like, I don't know how to do the pricing or anything like that. I'm like, honey, start it. You do it. You test and measure it. You see if it makes sense. You know, was it profitable? Was it not? And you adjust. You got to be flexible. You got to be flexible. How important is flexibility, especially in today's economy? Flexibility is the only thing that really, really matters, right? There is no one right way to do anything. And what works today may not work tomorrow. And so we absolutely have to be able to make decisions based on fact and understand how those changing, you know, the, the changing approach serves our customers. And if we keep that model running, right, we, we are in a good space and we can overcome any unforeseen obstacle. Yep. Yep. So true. So true. Lisa, that was, so, that was some, some really great wisdom. And I thank you so much for sharing that. We're going to have a little bit of fun with a little speed round questions, you know, just to kind of uh, finish this thing off, which is I always enjoy. It's one of my favorite parts of, of the tips in 10. So my question for you is what was your favorite childhood TV show? Oh, stream of consciousness, Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> No, that was definitely a good one. I actually just saw uh, a video the other day. Someone had a wedding where they drove up, like the, the groom drove up in the uh, Dukes of Hazard car to the wedding. I mean, I thought that was really cool. Um, what is the worst ice cream flavor? Bubble gum. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that. I remember every time I had that. Uh, ice cream, bubblegum ice cream. Within about 30 seconds, the gum was dead. And it was like my jaw was hurting from chewing on that gum. My last question, and let's crush this one. If you could have an unlimited supply of one thing, what would it be? Tequila. <laughs> okay. What, what kind? What's your favorite brand? Uh, my favorite brand is called Concion. And mm -hmm. it is championed by and, and owned by a local um, rock star in, in the Arizona area, Roger Klein, and it happens to be just fantastic. 
I love it. I love it. That's so great. That's so great. Thank you so much for sharing those. What? I know. How can how can our listeners uh, get in touch with you, and how can they also learn about uh, getting your book? Absolutely. So the easiest way to find me on LinkedIn is Lisa L. Levy. Uh, website lisallevy.com will take you into all things L cubed and everything about me. And Future Proofing Cubed is available on Amazon. Awesome. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us on Tips in 10 today. You were an amazing guest. Thanks, Mike. Take care.